Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 41 of A Better Father. So let's uh, talk about parent struggles because that's uh, what I've been dealing with the uh, last week or so. And not just parent struggles, but why the parent struggles. So my daughter likes to take copious amounts of library books out and we go pretty much almost every day to the library and that's not being facetious at all there are times literally there's three libraries we have access to uh two because of one card and one because of where we move to and between the three end up with 50 or 60 library books sometimes and it gets ridiculous and overwhelming and right there's what i want to talk about are the words i just used ridiculous and overwhelming uh, so it's when we're doing the things we're doing as people and parents, specifically parents, it's why are we doing it? Why are we setting this limit? Why are we putting emphasis on X, Y, or Z with our kids? And I'm still very negatively and obviously influenced by the X and choices she makes and blah, 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 not the point. But I, I can see that as a, a motivation or something that's causing me to react in a certain way. And then add on top of that, you know, my childhood, my life, my choices, blah, blah, blah. And add on top of that, trying to make good choices for a child while trying to set them up to be a decent person and to have, you know, choices that they can have in their life. Like all of this stuff is a lot. Just doing it for yourself is a lot. Then having to do it counterbalancing somebody else that you absolutely don't agree with and doing it while trying to make sure you're doing it the right things for your child. And it just adds up. And so as we're checking out all these books, I keep making comments to her and it feels frustrating. And I think there's a balance there that needs to be struck, but like we can't keep checking out all these books. We can't keep doing this. I mean, literally my floor is just littered with library books. And, and then there's a part of me that's like, well, how is that bad that you just have library books anywhere? And then I'm like, well, I feel bad because we check out all these books and librarians have to take care of them. Well, guess what? The librarians are going to have to take care of them. Like you don't go to Starbucks and feel bad because you order 20 coffees. You might feel a little bad, like, oh, they got to make all those, but that's their job. That's what they're there to do is make coffee. So you can't not go get coffee from them because you're going to feel bad that you're ordering a bunch of coffees. And we go there and I'm just, I just struggle with it. And it, some of it is a counter to her mom, which is a whole other thing that's insane to me too so anyway while trying to find this balance we get all of these books a large percentage of them she never touches she never reads it's just like why are we getting all of these and then and just that if you're paying attention if you're if you're honestly looking for an answer and this is where my struggle comes in because there are gut reactions there are things that seem right things that seem wrong things that are like yeah this is getting ridiculous i mean just 50 or 60 books and half of them you 90% of them you probably don't ever even touch and so it's like this justification in my brain and it's this 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 is why this is ridiculous this is why I get to put a stop to this this is why we're not going to keep getting this amount of books and then she finds one and in this giant pile of frustratingly overwhelming I should put a stop to this books she finds her gem and she loves it. And it becomes the first, like no pictures, chapter book, words, pages, 30 chapters that she reads on her own from cover to cover, every word. And just the 
joy and pride. And then we're back to the library to get the other ones in the series. And when I saw her after she went to her mom's house, she had finished the book. She was on to the next book in the series and just gleaming with pride. We had to go through literally thousands of books checked out from the library. And she's found other ones that she's liked. And, you know, she loves Garfield and she likes checking those out. She likes discovered she loves My Little Pony. And if you look at it from the perspective of, God, we go to the library every day, which in itself is not bad. And you can easily label that as not bad. We go to the library the way some people go to movies or watch movies or watch shows. I mean, it's like literally every day we're at the library. And again, books. And I'm like, well, if we're going to go get more books, we have to at least return a few books. And then she returns five and gets 20. Like, and it's just like, ah, but it's, it's a, it's a treasure hunt. It's not an overwhelming amount of books. It's not a frustration that all of these books are here. And when she leaves, I literally have a box full or a bag full of books that I got to drive to two or three different libraries and just sit there for 20 minutes, putting them in the, the Dropbox. And it's just like, oh my gosh. But like, why is, why, why get upset about that? Why focus on that? Why focus on the, the, and again, negative is such an ignorant word to use there because I'm sitting outside of a library because my daughter loves books. <laughs> like what? Like, it's just insane. And I spent years reading to her nonstop to get her to love books. And the end result is she loves books. Like, I'm borderline getting frustrated at what I worked my ass off to do. And so the point of this is, if, if there's something you're getting frustrated about, if there's something you're just like, ah, why is this happening? Or why am I letting that work? Like, try seeing it differently. My daughter goes on a treasure hunt nearly when she's here almost every day. And after searching and searching and searching, she's starting to come into her own as far as what books she likes, what books catch her interest. It's not just, you know, as a parent or a person or a teacher or whatever, being like, you have to read this book, you have to do this, this is the book we're picking because, you know, you're just a little turtle baby and can't make any choices. So these are choices I'm making for you because I think they're, I mean, at least hopefully you're doing it because you think it's good or beneficial to them. But now you're starting like what I work so hard for you're doing and now I got to step back and as part of stepping back I have a living room full of books and out of that sandy beach she digs in and finds her treasure and it was just such a struggle in trying to get to to an understanding or a point of understanding that that it that as a parent, as a person, trying to identify why I'm reacting this way. And I think sometimes, I mean, for us, for personal, for like, oh, why am I the way I am? Not a bad thing to do. That's what therapy's for. That's what meditation's for. That's what, you know, reading books, self-help books or whatever for, listening to podcasts like that. That's what they're for. But sometimes as a parent, it's not what's the reason for this? What's my motivation? What's that? Like, if you can't get out of your head, if you can't, you know, kind of get to the source of doing what's best for your kid, try to figure out what's beneficial about what they're doing that you're trying to curb, change, make different, because you might be missing something. And you can choose to see a pile of books 
that's frustratingly huge that you're going to have to go return all of them knowing that they weren't, 99% of them probably weren't even looked at or read or touched other than to make them a big messy pile on the floor. Or you can see it as a beach that your child's going to find a treasure in. And when they find that treasure, that beach was worth it. And so you can't, you can't always... <clears throat> I'm stumbling now, but hopefully I've made my point because it was a struggle for me and I've been dealing with it for a while of what's the right balance and then her mom would say she couldn't check out this many books and blah, 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 blah. And like, it's just all of these things. And at the end of the day, my daughter made a beach and she found a treasure in it. And now she's done something for the first time before she turns eight that she hadn't done before that. And she probably wouldn't have done if I had set those limits in that way. And so... I guess that's the question is, what are you setting these limits for? What's the point of it? What's the point of dropping the hammer right now? What's the point of saying you can or cannot do X, Y, or Z? Like, why? Why are you doing this? What is your point? What is your motivation? What is your reason? And it's, it could be a good one. I could, I have 50 good reasons like off the top of my head why there shouldn't be a giant beachy pile of books in my living room. And every single one of them is negated by the fact that my daughter found a book she loved. So have your reasons, have your philosophies, have your whatever, but maybe try to look at something differently or maybe just let it go. There's a giant pile of books in your house, whatever your giant pile of books is, and that just is what it is. And your frustrations are your frustrations. Shut up and let it go <laughs> and let your kid be happy. Uh, anyway, that's, uh, today's podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I hope this helps. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back shortly as you're well aware. Bye.